Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for the Crossroads Baptist Church radio and podcast ministry. I'm Jeffrey Lynn, pastor of Crossroads Baptist Church. Today, we're going to dive all the way back to Genesis chapter number 18 in our Bibles. Genesis chapter number 18, if you'll turn there with me, if you have the Word of God with you, and we'll start with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for your Word. We thank you so much for time together to study it today. Help us to see all that you would have us to see from the Scriptures. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today, as I said, we're in Genesis chapter number 18. We're going to start just reading the first few verses here to get an idea of where we're at. The Bible says, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat at a tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed himself toward the ground, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, Pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts, after that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, do, uh, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the earth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf, tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. Now, this is an interesting story of the Word of God. Of course, if you know your Bible really well, then you know we are in the beginning of what would be the chapter that discusses Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, Abraham's prayer uh, to God to spare the cities. And here Abraham, the Lord, and two angels come uh, into Abraham's life. They come into Abraham's area here, and he immediately goes to serve them. Uh, servants today, uh, you know, people have this idea, oh, I don't want to serve, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be slave to somebody by, by serving someone. But the Bible tells us to serve one another uh, in love. And to to have brotherly love and to serve one another and to serve Christ. And so it's it's a good thing for a Christian to be a servant, first of all, of the Lord, but also of each other, of one another. We ought to serve one another with a pure heart fervently. And so here Abraham sets an example of servitude that I think we could uh, really do well to look into this this today with the time that we have together. Abraham understands right away the gravity of the situation. He has the Lord of glory right there in front of him. And he tells him, if now I have found favor in thy sight, he's practically begging them, stay, rest, be comforted. And maybe even I'll, maybe even I'll be able to set out some water for you to wash your feet. Now that's a servant's job. That's a low job. Nobody wants to wash somebody's feet. But if you were to look in John chapter one, you would see where John the Baptist, a man who Christ would say later on in Christ's ministry, there was no man greater than John ever born among, among women. And so John, uh, he would say that he was not worthy to even unloosen the Lord's shoes. To unlatch at his shoes. And so you see that there. You see uh, in Matthew eleven eleven, 11, uh, Jesus referring to John as that great man. And then you see, you know, you see uh, Abraham here in Genesis 18. Abraham is a man who would later be called the friend of God. And he has this same idea of, you know, I can't even, I can't even minister around your feet. 
you are so much more holy than I am. You are so much more worthy than I am. And it really kind of puts me and the modern churchgoer to shame. Uh, today, in people in churches across the world, we seem to think that Christ exists to serve us instead of us existing to serve him. And when we think of serving God as a chore or a labor that has to be done in order to somehow stay in right standing with the big man upstairs, when in reality it is a pleasure and a joy to be able to be counted worthy to serve the Lord, the Lord that created the heavens and the earth. It's an honor. Um, if you'll look with me in Psalm 84 and verse number 10, we'll see what King David had to say concerning this. Psalm 84, verse 10. Here we read, For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. David says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper if I can be near the Lord. I'd rather be a servant just to be near the Lord. We could look at many different references in the Word of God to, to kind of run through this, but for time's sake, we're going to move on to the, to the next aspect of this. First of all, just knowing and understanding that it is a, a joy to serve Christ. It is a privilege to serve Christ and to be a servant of Christ. And Abraham certainly understood that. Abraham went to work busily serving for the Lord here. Now, if I can take your mind back to our original passage there in, in Genesis chapter number 18 and, and remind you of something that we saw, sometimes you see kind of a theme throughout a passage where you see a same word or a similar word used quite a bit, and that certainly is the case here. Um, if you look at Genesis chapter 18, verse number 6, the Bible says, And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah. And said, make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it unto a young man. And he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. There's a lot of movement going on in this passage. There's a lot of running around and hastening and working quickly. And, and boy, Abraham's a brave man, told his wife to be quick, you know, make ready quickly three measures a fine meal. Woman get to cooking and do it fast. And and so everything about Abraham here is is speedy. It's quick. It's hastening. Now, I know that there's a wisdom to planning and to taking your time and to being cautious, but in, in cases of serving the Lord, whether it be something small like witnessing to a neighbor or a coworker, or whether it be something big like the Lord impressing upon your heart to be a missionary or or to take on some ministry or some role. Whatever it may be, when it comes to service to God, there, there's really no need to take it slow. Uh, if it's a huge life decision, maybe yes, of course, pray about it. But when the Lord gives you something to do and you know it's of the Lord, then, then just get busy doing it. Um, now, of course, this is coming from a man who who kind of skipped through some of the steps that people say are necessary to be a pastor. I I was called to preach at fifteen, and I just started preaching. And uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't get a Bible college degree. I didn't go to seminary. I didn't get any kind of piece of paper on with man's approval other than the ordination from our local church. And I just kind of went into the ministry and uh, spent eleven years as a as a volunteer youth pastor, and then now being a pastor for over three years and. And sure, uh, jumping right into things isn't always always the greatest, but you certainly learn on the job. And I think a lot of people are too slow to serve today. It's this idea of, well, it's not a great priority. It's not something I'm excited about. So serving God can really wait. 
serving God, he's going to have to convince me that he wants to be served. I mean, here, the Lord and these two angels, they just walk up, and Abraham immediately jumps into service, quickly moving fast and making sure those around him are moving fast as well. And then if you notice, if you think back to the first verse that we read in Genesis 18, verse number one, what does the Bible say? It says, and the Lord appeared unto him, Abraham, in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. So we have a man who is hustling around and moving fast and serving, but when when the story begins, he's sitting down in the tent door in the heat of the day. It's an uncomfortable time of day to be out working, and so he's just, he's resting. He's taking it easy. He's in the tent door where he can get that breeze. It's the heat of the day. It's not the greatest time to be hustling around and working and laboring, but when the need arose, Abraham did not allow the uncomfortable nature of the service to keep him from serving. Uh, There's a lot of people out there that will only serve or be servants if it's convenient and comfortable, especially us American Christians. We've we've been spoon-fed so many things in our life, and we've been blessed in so many ways, which, praise God, I'm thankful for, but it's really kind of spoiled us to some degree where, you know, if the Lord says, hey, I want you to serve in this capacity, we think, oh, really, that's what you want me to do? That, That, you know, that's that's beneath me or that's 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 servant work you know that's something that and wouldn't i be better suited to this or wouldn't i be better suited to that or are you sure that's what we what you want me to do lord and and it's just amazing how our comfort so often dictates what we're willing to do for god um, a missionary we support at our church once told me a story that he had heard while they were on de- deputation they were presenting at a church and the church uh, pretty much had a reputation for if they had you in to present, they were going to take you on. The decision had already been made. Well, the pastor told him that to his knowledge, there was one missionary family that they did not take on that they had had in. And the reason was that the missionary family called him up on Saturday and said, hey, you know, we can't go out um, doing outreach with you today. Uh, they had planned on it. They weren't being told to. They weren't expected to. Um, but it was the excuse that they gave that turned the the pastor and the church away from supporting them. Uh, This was a missionary family that was going to the country of Panama, where it's 70 degrees at night and 80s and 90s in the day, almost all year round. And their excuse for not going out with the rest of the church and doing uh, the the soul winning or whatever it would have been, was that it was too hot. And so the preacher was like, well, if it's too hot here, then it's definitely going to be too hot in Panama, and uh, we don't want to be uh, supporting you when you find that out for yourself. And so we need to be in understanding that you're going to have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable if you're going to serve the Lord. Uh, That's not said to scare you away. That's just something that we have to get over as American Christians. We have to get over our, our desire and our really our requirement for comfort if we're going to uh, properly serve our God the way that he deserves to be served. Um, if you look with me at 2 Corinthians chapter number 1 and verse number 3, the Bible says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. 
Now, when we think of comfort, you may think of you may think of a snuggie, you may think of a warm fireplace. If you're in the winter time, you may think of you know the warm embrace of somebody, or you may think of you know having indoor plumbing and having microwaves and meals ready at your fingertips. Um, whatever you may think of comfort, so often we define in those ways. But God is the God of all comfort. It's not just comfort for somebody who's down and depressed or whatever. It's He is the God of all comfort. He knows how to comfort his people. He knows how to bring us joy and comfort and peace in any situation. And so when we when we say, I, I won't serve God because it's too too uncomfortable, maybe my personality, you know, say, well, I'm too shy. It's not, I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, it's just an excuse. That's just prioritizing our comfort over serving our God, serving our Savior. So Genesis 18, we have one more, one more quick thought here. Verse number 8, if you look back with me at Genesis 18 and verse number 8, the, the tail end of what we read there in that passage, um, what Abraham does here, and he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. He didn't join them. He didn't join them for the meal. He stood by them waiting like a servant to see if they would need anything else. I don't know if you've ever been waited upon in, in such a way. If you've ever been to a restaurant, a uh, sit-down restaurant, you've been waited upon to some degree like this where you are there to eat and enjoy your meal and someone else is there and their sole job is to get you whatever you need. That's the waiter. And that's what Abraham is doing for the Lord and these two angels here. He is he has gone and he has hasted to serve them. He has hurriedly got together everything. He has sacrificially served. He's given of his own of his own livestock. He's given of his own supplies. He's given, given of his own time and labor and effort. He's served in an uncomfortable situation in the heat of the day. He's done all these things. And now, once all these things are done, he's he's not just sitting down like, okay, now I can rest, now I can be done. Now he's standing at the ready in case something else is needed. Christian, maybe you served God as a Sunday school teacher or a youth worker or in some capacity years ago. God's not done with you. If there's still breath in your lungs and, and, and blood in your veins, then God is not done with you. There's so much you can still do to serve your God if you're willing. I would encourage you, be like Abraham. Hasten to serve. Serve whether it's comfortable or not. And then stand at the ready for the next thing our Lord has for you. God bless. Thank you for listening.